I'm here. Where's Miles? Fucking Canadian. This is part of their quarantine. Oh, there he is. Yeah. He's not even allowed to talk over the border. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit, we should, we should be quiet. Trump might, we don't want Trump to hear this episode. <laughs> you know what? We'll start on that note. Welcome. Welcome. To an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA, and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. Good morning. Welcome to Into the Lab in our new Thursday morning slot. Excited to continue Season 2 with our sports scientists. This is Episode 33, and I'm your host, Ernest Silva. Find me at the Sport Gene Empowered by the Mothership Blue Collar Media Group, where we are back with some good debates on NBA, NFL, and XFL news on the Blue Collar Sports Radio Network. This show is coming to you from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas. But as always, your favorite sports analysts are cooking in the lab from all over the globe. Let's cue the announcer and get your morning started off right. And now, tonight's starting lineup. From Pittsburgh, football, hockey, <laughs> gambling writer for the Blue Collar Sports Network, Twitter handle at Steel Curtain, P-E-H, the most interesting name in the world, Paul. What's going on, guys? Glad to be back for another week. Get some uh, sports talk going today. <sighs> From Winnipeg, featured on the podcast, the Institute of Drafting, the 2019 Into the Lab NFL Pick'em Champion, Twitter handle, at the Phantom Jazzy, Miles Bloomquist. What's up, guys? Welcome to uh, Into the Lab Quarantine Edition. Uh, unfortunately, we're not working on a vaccine here, so. No. <laughs> From Bali, Indonesia, shaking their boots over there, a beverage connoisseur, wrestling expert for Blue Collar Sports, Twitter handle, at Dre2124, Dre Rogers. Yo, what up? <laughs> I've got some interesting things to talk to you about. Oh, God. And last, from Boston, you've been hearing them all episodes, slightly biased, very own, and co-host of Smack Talk, Twitter handle, at Reisner, underscore Steven, be gentle, the General Steve Reisner. What's going on, guys? Um, you know, I was thinking that with everything that's going on, we should really, we shouldn't talk about free agency or sports at all tonight. We should really uh, do a good, like, PSA about the virus and, and, and politics and all that and really inform people. What do you guys think? I'm absolutely yeah. with you on that, Steve. We're gonna, we're definitely going to start off with NFL free agency <laughs> in our two-round segment. <laughs> yeah, let, let's... let's. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck, fuck that. Let's distract ourselves with sports talk. The fuck? I've been hearing about that all day. 
There are no <laughs> games on. The only thing we're going to talk <laughs> is NFL free agency. So <laughs> appreciate the recommendation. Dre, I feel like it's been forever since we had you on for a full episode. How you doing out there, buddy? Uh, I'm fine. Like I keep, like I've been telling you guys for the past few weeks, uh, there's nothing here. We're still walking on the street. Everything is normal. So I don't know, guys. <laughs> and now, and now I uh, supposedly there was a 6.4 earthquake uh, this morning, and uh, yeah, that 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 definitely did not happen. So I don't know. I actually I'm fine. heard. <laughs> I actually heard it was just a North Korea missile test. Can you confirm that? Uh, maybe. <laughs> pro- it probably came. At- it probably came out of New, e- New England, and because uh, something something big happened uh, this week. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll get to that soon. Because a big bomb dropped out of New England, we're definitely going to talk about that soon. That's for sure. Uh, just a two round segment today, though, with so many teams making changes and no games anywhere to be found. Mm. We're just going to get started. Right away with Steve Reisner's favorite segment of NFL free agency with round one. Round one, league news and updates. All right, so we're going to travel virtually because we know absolutely nobody's traveling right now physically. And let's start with big moves happening in the NFC East. Just to highlight each team's big moves, Washington Redskins have gotten the additions and and, uh, kept cornerback Kendall Fuller, linebacker Thomas Davis, and safety Sean Davis, while the Philadelphia Eagles have signed defensive tackle Javon Hargrave, safety Rodney McLeod. That's going to be a tough day. Quarterback Nate Sudfield. Uh, The New York football giants have made very little moves. Cornerback James Bradbury, linebacker Blake Martinez, and linebacker David Mayo all joining them. And America's team, Dallas Cowboys, signed um, wide receiver Amari Cooper, defensive tackle Gerald McCoy, and franchise tag quarterback Dak Prescott with Emmanuel Sanders on the way. Among others, of course, I'd like to bring in Paul to talk about the NFC East. Do you see a change in power with the NFC East, or did the teams pretty much stand pat with what happened last year? Um, I, I, I like what Dallas did. Um, you know, I guess one more year of Dak to see <laughs> They're going to actually make him, you know, $140 million, $150 million quarterback. Uh, I really like the tag of Hargrave. That's a kind of a big loss for my Steelers. Um, but we also couldn't afford that price. Um, you know, that's almost what uh, Hayward and Tudor are making. So, um, good luck to him. They got a beast. Um, him and Fletcher Cox. Him and Cox. Yeah. Mm. Him and Fletcher Cox ought to cause problems for them. Uh, uh, Dallas, Blake Jarvis, <sighs> I thought that was a good signing for them. I like that. Um, let's see. Uh, you, you know, they got Robert Quinn. You. So they're kind of Robert Quinn and McCoy should be a, you know, a little nice little upgrade there for them. Um, Washington, I, I still feel like it's Dallas and Philly for this division. I don't think, I don't think that. Washington made any significant moves or uh, the Giants made any significant moves to move up. Yeah, I think Cowboys have a lot of holes at defense. Now, Robert Quinn's now a Chicago Bear, so he signed that. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Three year, $70 million deal with the right. Bears, which we'll get to them in a minute. But, but, but you got McCoy. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jared Jer- McCoy made his, made his way over to Dallas. Seems like every Panthers 
uh, defensive end likes to come over to Dallas and try their luck there. Um, I, I think it is Cowboys Eagles still. Who plays quarterback for the Redskins next year? Dwayne Haskins. I think yeah, I've, always, I've loved. I liked Dwayne Haskins. I didn't love him, but I mean, if they let him thrive, then he will thrive. I, the good thing to the. The thing I've heard a lot is that, you know, that isn't Ron Rivera's pick. That was never his decision. He doesn't, you know, but that guy's there. He went into that situation knowing who the quarterback was. I don't think anything will change. I agree. Yeah. I think, I think uh, in a, in a division that used to be real quarterback star heavy, you really have, um, Dak Prescott's kind of that, you know, is he a star? Is he top 10? Is he not? And people debate that. Uh, you have the Carson Wentz debate. Is he really that great? If you put weapons around him, he could be great. But then you have Daniel Jones unproven. And then you have Dwayne Haskins, who hasn't even gotten a sh- shot really in, in that in that offense. So a lot of question marks on the generals for those teams. And um, I still think it looks exactly the same. Probably one of the weaker divisions in the NFC still, unless some crazy things happens coming up. Emmanuel Sanders, <laughs> uh, we're waiting for you in Dallas. Um, Jamal but, Williams well, to the Cowboys. I'm calling it. <laughs> Stick, yeah. The take reps. <laughs> well, let's switch gears. Miles, I'm going to chime you in here with your wonderful NFC South. Um, just to highlight some a few big things, because this is probably one of the most active divisions of free agency so far. The Your Atlanta Falcons have signed de- def- defensive end Dante Fowler, gotten tight end Hayden Hurst in a trade, and defensive tackle... Uh, Tyler Davison as well. And the New Orleans Saints have re-signed quarterback Drew Brees, uh, safety Malcolm Jenkins, and quarterback Taysom Hill. As for the Carolina Panthers, big regime change as uh, Coach Roll will take quarterback Teddy Bridgewater in his first year. Left tackle Russell Okung is also joining the team, and wide receiver Seth Roberts was signed by the Panthers. And last but not least, some of the biggest news is Tampa Bay Buccaneers reportedly signing Tom Brady to a one-year and 30-some-odd million-dollar contract, keeping defensive end Shaquille Barrett and signing defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul. I'm going to bring you in, Miles, before I bring in the rest. How does this division look? Does it look like it has a new leader to win this year, or are the Saints firmly on top? You know, I was talking about this with Steve last night, and I think that with this playoff format, three of these teams are going to make – the playoffs for sure, and quite frankly, I don't believe the Carolina Panthers will be one of those teams. I don't believe in Teddy Bridgewater as a starting quarterback anymore. I think that, yeah, he went 5-0 as a Saints starter, but he was really only, you know, he wasn't doing much to win those games. He was good in a couple of them, but you got to admit that that Saints team was completely behind him, and he's just, he's a good field general, but he's by no means a future starter for the Panthers. I can see him having a decent first season, but he's never going to lead them into the playoffs. And especially if they don't make more moves to get wide receivers, because DJ Moore looks like a fucking lonely Island out there. Seth Roberts is not going to be anything special. Uh, Russell Okun is an okay move, but I, I think they should have kept Tri Turner. I mean, he's the better offensive lineman. He's younger as well. They probably just didn't want to pay him, but even then you're still paying Russell Okun quite a bit of money. The saints definitely look like they're locked and loaded for another run. Kept Drew Brees. Kept Taysom Hill, so it looks like he's going to move on as the future quarterback whenever Breeze decides to finally fucking right. retire. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins <laughs> reunion. I, 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 you know what? Taking it from like a objective perspective, uh, I, you know, I, I do like the move, 
for the Saints, uh, you know, getting someone that they're very familiar with, especially Sean Payton. And also, you know, this this move clearly means that they're not at all trying to rebuild. They're going to go for one more shot. Uh, they needed a defensive leader with with a lot of experience. And I think Malcolm Jenkins certainly served that purpose. The big one here is obviously Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. And, I mean, yeah, I think that makes the Buccaneers a playoff contender instantly. I don't think it means that they're a lock for the playoffs. But certainly Brady, Evans... Godwin, Ronald Jones, OJ Howard, Cameron Bray, you gotta like it. There's there's not a chance in hell that that team doesn't put up a lot of points. Defensively, it's still a concern for me, but they did keep Shaquille Barrett and they re-signed Jason Pierre-Paul, so they can always improve upon that. Uh, I, I'm excited to see what they do in the draft. I think they can go a lot of ways now, whether it's defense or offensive line, uh, but obviously I'm going to move on to my team and talk about the Falcons and they made a couple of moves that are risk-reward. Fowler Jr. has been certainly by no means third overall pick-worthy since he came into the draft, but he certainly served a good role in L.A. playing alongside Aaron Donald. I mean, he had, he racked, he's racking up sacks, like, frequently with L.A. And, I, I mean, he had a couple of vicious ones on Cam Newton, especially last season. So I, I really like uh, Dante Fowler Jr. coming over to Atlanta. Very familiar with Dan Quinn as well, because Dan Quinn was the head coach at Florida when uh, Dante Fowler was there. And he said that, uh, or Fowler said that Dan Quinn was like a mentor to him, and he really appreciated everything uh, Quinn did. So I'm excited to see Fowler. I don't think that means, I don't think that changes the Falcons draft plan at all. I still think that Clav on Chason is going to be a, a top priority for Atlanta. Uh, but him Hurst, you know, to cap it off. I mean, this is a first round guy who never got a shot. Mark Andrews beat him out very early because, I mean, Mark Andrews was a huge steal. Uh, I think it was a waste of a first-round pick for the Ravens. I mean, if you're going to – I mean, I, they don't, they obviously didn't expect Mark Andrews to be anything special, but he was. Uh, I think giving up a second-round pick is risky, but I think that it's a low risk considering that what I've seen from Hayden Hurst, he definitely looks like he can be a savage in the NFL. So I'm excited by Atlanta's moves. I think all the uh, teams except for the Panthers made good moves. Uh, the Panthers kind of shot themselves in the foot, I think. So let me ask let me ask the group the question before I even talk about Tom Brady. Does Melvin Gordon play in this division this year? No. I think so. No. Unless he gets traded so. for Julio Jones. <laughs> you can't um, get I'm, fucking traded as a free agent, dummy. <laughs> sign and trade. Not sign and works. trade, dummy. Sign and trade. That's not how any of this works. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what do you think? You think uh, no, no, uh, Melvin Gordon plays on one of these teams? No? I don't think. I mean, I think we're seeing the devaluing of running backs, um, you know, all these big moves, and all those guys are still on the board. So, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know where these guys end up, but I, I, I think teams are going with the draft one, you know, philosophy. Yeah, I agree, too. Now, we were talking about how Phillip Rivers really fit the town. Bay mold because an older quarterback going to a situation where Bruce Arians really brings out the best in order quarterbacks with his older quarter quarterbacks with his schemes. Uh, Steve, Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay joining that system. And, um, you know, objectively, I know there's some feelings there, but objectively, I mean, if you had to bring out more of Tom Brady's skills, how dangerous is Tom Brady in an offensive scheme designed to bring out the best of him? That's incredibly, it's, it's incredibly dangerous. You saw, you've seen what happens when he gets weapons built around him. That that's a that's a very dangerous offense. They just I, could they cover anybody last year in the secondary? No, 
Yeah, that's no the the, def- the defense is the is the is the problem with Tampa Bay. Yeah, um, that's they, um, I, I I know they weren't bad against the run, but um, right they yeah I I don't know so I I don't think I mean when you go and play against Drew Brees twice a year with the Saints, an offense that scores a lot of points, I I mean shit that's that's a tough time to to win that game when your defense is that bad, no matter how good you are. So. Yeah. I completely, I completely but, agree. But th- um, but now they'll they, they'll have Antonio Brown, man. <laughs> Jesus. I, I don't I don't know if there well, would be. Now, uh... now 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 we have Pats fans that are saying uh, the best move that the Patriots can make is to trade Edelman to the Bucks for anything that they'll give you, because um, <laughs> apparently Pat- Patriots fans hate themselves and to self inflict wounds. I guess. It, yeah. The question many... is: are, 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 question. are there any Patriots fans left? I'm still right here, baby. They're I'm still... riding with the ship. They're still if that wondering. ship goes They're down, still... then I'm gonna be on it. Well, I'm sure Steve, like like Steve, many other Patriots fans are hoping they're not like the New York Jets for years to come. But Dre, since you're speaking up, I'm gonna move to the NFC North and let's talk about the NFC North. Your Green Bay Packers making some moves, signed linebacker Christian Kirksey. I think it was a great. Great pickup and tackle Rick Wagner to help out some Aaron Rodgers protection. Chicago Bears in that division signed the infamous tight end Jimmy Graham, <laughs> received quarterback Nick Nick Foles in a trade, and <laughs> re-signed linebacker Danny Trevathan. Well, the Detroit Lions making some Patriot pickups today, signed quarterback Chase Daniel, linebacker Jamie Collins, and defensive lineman Danny Shelton. Last but not least, the oh-so-talkative oh Minnesota Vikings signed fullback C.J. Ham, safety Anthony Harris, and linebacker Eric Wilson. A lot of big signings to help them with their run game stops, as I'm looking the NFC North, the common trend. Dre, which team came out prominent so far with the free agency going on, and are your Packers still the team to beat? The obvious winners of free agency so far are the Chicago Bears. (laughs) 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 They just got a super agile, young, talented tight end. (laughs) That that goes with their other seven tight ends. Exactly. Yeah, so they're they're, say that. they're building up their tight end uh, system, so they're gonna they're gonna be the most dangerous <laughs> offense. <laughs> and, and just to make sure that that happens, they just traded for Nick Foles. So uh, <laughs> it just tells you that uh, you know Bears fans for the last couple of years have been saying that uh, the North was now gonna be overtaken by by the savior of chicago mitch trubisky and uh you know that move for false makes total sense that way trubisky can lead them to victory oh wait he's gonna be on the bench ha. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the second winner is obviously the vikings who just gave the second best quarterback in the league uh <laughs> They just re-signed him for two years. Uh, Miles' uh, favorite quarterback, Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins. <laughs> hey, uh, don't, don't, don't forget, Dre, that they gave him the proper amount of money, and he was definitely not overpaid in that deal, Kirk Cousins. That was, that was an under... Exactly. He was, he was exactly. underpaid, Kirk Cousins. Uh, I, that I, is yeah. the word right there, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Un- under, underpaid. 
for, for Kirk Cousins. And, they and, got what, plus, 33 million a year bargain contract. <laughs> yeah. Plus, plus they gave him more money and just got rid of one of his uh, wide receivers. So that even makes more sense uh, overall, you know, strategy wise. <laughs> yeah, Making absolutely. the moves. And we'll talk about Stefan Diggs soon. Um, so you're not a fan of the Bears, obviously. Now, the Detroit Lions sneakingly think that they're putting together a core that's going to be able to make a run. Um, can they win with Matthew Stafford and the pieces so far they have around him? Yeah, no, uh, never, 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 never. Well, <laughs> I, I would actually give a would, – would want to hear uh, an opinion from, from Steve because I believe uh, the Detroit Lions are now his second favorite team. As, uh, <laughs> I think they're the uh, Detroit Patriots now, so. <laughs> yeah, 2015 Detroit Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's uh, Matt Patricia and uh, actually Brian Flores is doing the same thing in Miami. They're doing what every disciple of Belichick has ever done when they leave, is they just take all the players that they had with them when they were coordinating with the Patriots. And they're like, oh, all right, well, he was good there. We'll, we'll just do the same thing. And. All right, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah, the NFC like, North. Like Bill O'Brien. Still a cluster. Example. Still a cluster. <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine. Now, you got to imagine that the Packers are, tr- are going to try to get some more weapons for Green Bay. Are they are they cap-held right now? Is that why they're not making splashes, Dre? Uh, well, they're, they're a little bit... Uh... They're a little bit in trouble with the cap space. But if, if they uh, release or trade... Uh... Uh, offensive lineman uh, Lane Taylor. That the, they'll get a a little room to maybe bring in somebody else. Now I I saw a rumor that they want to bring Delaney Walker. So that's fucking ridiculous. Going from Jimmy Graham to Delaney. Yeah, I Walker, heard that too. Just it's pretty stupid. But uh, I don't know. I I, th- I still I still believe that we need to trade for a wide receiver. Uh, so hopefully, uh. Wait, I'm I'm crossing a big ass river and I don't want to fall. So give me a second. Okay. <laughs> we we will we'll move on, Dre, but we'll come back to you All on right, the Packers uh, taking a minute. Stay. Oh, never All mind. Right, Go back. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, I don't know. We 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 need a wide receiver. I I don't really like what's out there in free agency. I, I mean. I kind of like the Sanders, but I guess he's going to be a cowboy. And uh, there's a rumor that we might trade for Robert Woods. Um, I don't like him either, so I don't know. But if they don't bring in uh, some weapons for Rodgers, uh, you know, that team's not going to work. So. Okay. All right. Perfect. Well, you know what, Steve, since um, I have you on my, on my monitor here, let's take a look at the NFC West next. And thanks, Trey, for that analysis. <laughs> The NFC West, the 49ers made some moves. They have uh, signed center Ben Garland, safety Jimmy Ward, and defensive lineman Eric uh, Armstead. Seattle Seahawks uh, re-signed tight end Jacob Hollister, brought in tight end Greg Olson, and defensive end Bruce Irvin, who I'm a fan of. Arizona Cardinals with the big news coming out of their franchise, wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins getting signed there. Wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald, ageless, coming back, and running back Kenyon Drake also kept. And the Los Angeles Rams, defensive end Leonard Floyd joining them, offensive lineman Andrew Whitworth, and offensive lineman Austin Blythe coming in to provide support for that awful Rams line that was last year. Let me talk to you, Steve. 
Um, from this, are the Cardinals now the favorite out of the West? Uh, I think that's tough to say, really, because that O-line was atrocious um, for the Cardinals last year. But um, I, 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 I do think that the Cardinals are going to be a, a pretty good team. That, they, that offense started to click uh, the, the end of the year last year. Um, and I, I mean, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's obviously pretty good at dialing up an offense, right? I, I, from his college career, if, put it this way: if this guy can't make it work with the one quarterback that and he, the quarterback he was in love with in the draft, that he drafted number one overall, and DeAndre Hopkins and Larry Fitzgerald, well, then see you later. All right. <laughs> The NFC West is another division where I feel I could see and, I could and, see three and, and teams come out. And by the way, what a, what a, yeah, I could I could potentially see that from the NFC West. Um, by the way, what a what a brilliant trade that was. Um, but the steal of the century, man. <laughs> yeah, not to yeah, I, we don't have any Texans fans on here, do we? Mm-mm. No, no. I watch. I watch the Texans. I watch the Texans. <laughs> that ain't my team. They ain't gonna hurt my feelings. <laughs> They're in my heart, but but not, not since good old Bill took over. <laughs> oh my God, the, the, the curse of Bill O'Brien just reigning in Houston. We're gonna talk about that later, I know. But but my gosh, the steal of the century, I think, to mimic what Dre just said, is absolutely correct. DeAndre Hopkins for no first round pick blows my mind, and an ex- and and an expensive contract for a running back who didn't Here, really take all of the contract. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And you know it to <laughs> take the whole contract. But I saw someone tweeted it was great. It was like it was like Bill O'Brien woke up this morning without a first round pick. He traded DeAndre Hopkins. He still does not have a first round pick. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's uh, I hilarious. I actually That's cool. How do you how do you trade <laughs> Devere Cloudy and DeAndre Hopkins in one in two years and not have a first round pick in this draft? <laughs> Wait, this trade might actually get even better because I heard they might actually release David Johnson. So, no, basically means you trade Hopkins for nothing. <laughs> oh Gosh, I really hope well, not. That would look why, bad. Well, because why do they have David Johnson when they have Lamar Miller? Why do you need David Johnson? One of them's got to go. No, they don't. Oh, Lamar Miller is Miller's gone. Free agent. Yeah, he's oh, gone. Lamar, oh, Lamar Miller's a free agent. Oh, they got Duke. Right. I must. I must have been stoned for that. I must have been high for that part. <laughs> well, it's it better I, anyway. So, I, I'm I'm not gonna disrespect the San Francisco 49ers. They're obviously standing pat with what they've got. They're going to run the tables back now. Emmanuel Sanders may be gone. So, what is there a potential Julian Edelman trade coming to San Francisco to no, reunite? I guarantee you they went for uh, Julian Edelman. Edelman for GG. Edelman's not getting traded, and Jimmy G is not. The Edelman for, for Jimmy G. Straight <laughs> up. The, the Patriots have a plan. Be- Belichick is very clearly up to something right now. We're not talking about the fucking but, Patriots. We're way. talking about the foreigners. Shut the fuck up, Steve. <laughs> you talked about two Patriots that's plays. He, that's what he's going to do. He's going to go to the Dolphins and retire in Miami. <laughs> next to... <laughs> we, well, wait, where do you get your drugs? If we, if we don't think the 49ers are making a splash with Julian Edelman, do we think there's a receiver out there that's... That where, where, where did that come from, can, by the way? <laughs> it was it was a leaked report that I read about an hour ago that I thought it would be funny. Yeah, for, for Jimmy G. Not for Jimmy G, but they thought that, that Edelman fits the system. They lost Sanders. 
uh, salary cap could fit. Why not bring him over and, and have him play there in that yeah, system? I, I like the fit. I just like, don't think that Edelman moved. I could get yeah, to I don't, you. I don't see that's Edelman. all of my heart. That's 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 like they got the first round receiver. I, I, I got to answer one. So let's start with you, Miles. What did you say? I said I guarantee you with everything in my heart that they traded for that first round pick so they can be Ruggs or Judy. Mm, okay. All right. I can yes, see that. I agree. I can see that. And and uh, no disrespect to the Rams. I don't think they're that much better yet, and they really underperformed last year. And as far as the Seahawks, I think they're making great moves as well. The the two tight ends, we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, I'm a big fan of Bruce Irvin. Um, he's done great things uh, when he was with Dallas, um, and, and he'll do great things on that defense, joining him with Jadavion Clowney. Now, Jadavion Clowney is a free agent. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, and I, and I heard he he's asking for about twenty million. So yeah, he wants twenty million. He wants, he wants twenty mil. Twenty million. Twenty mil. He thinks he's worth twenty mil. So we'll have to see if the Seahawks even budge on that, or if he comes down for them. Um, but, but yeah, so lots to come with the NFC West. I do think this is just like the NFC South. Three prominent teams could come out of this division. If it was an eight-team postseason for the NFC, I, I, I'd say the West and South will have three teams coming out of each, but it's not. So. Um, we'll have to keep an eye on both of those divisions and see what more for agency news comes out this week. Let's switch gears. Let's talk about the AFC. Now, the AFC West will stay out West. Paul, I'm going to bring you back in. You've been quiet. So let's segue to the AFC. Let's talk about the AFC West. The Denver Broncos brought, brought in cornerback A.J. Bouye and safety Justin Simmons as well as guard Graham Glasgow. Um, Kansas City Chiefs uh, kept the defensive tackle Chris Jones and re-signed running back Damian Williams. Las Vegas Raiders have been the most active out of the division. They've signed, of course, I'm going to bring it up, tight end Jason Witten, as well as quarterback Marcus Mariota and linebacker Corey Littleton. And the Los Angeles Chargers, Chris some Harris. would say. That, yeah, and, and, and Chris Harris. Yeah, yeah, Chris Harris going to the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, is uh, running back Austin Eckler re-signed. Tight end Hunter Henry was franchise tag and tackle Brian Bulago is now with the Chargers. So let's talk about, and of course, cornerback Chris Harris. So let's talk about this division, AFC West. Um, kind of shocking with Harris going to the Chargers. He wanted to play for a contender, and he ends up in Los Angeles. Not sure if that thinks that maybe they're going to try to steal Brady away. Um, if we think about the Brady sweepstakes loss that the Chargers um, lost out on, did Brady fit better with the Chargers than the Bucks? Um, no, 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 because so. like like you said many times, that Bruce Arians system is built for older QBs, and plus Mike Evans and Chris Godwin is much more comparable than Hunter Henry and Keenan Allen. Okay, now Paul, if we look at the Las Vegas Raiders now, do they look better now than they did beginning of last season? Uh, I mean, I want to see all the parts together, but I mean, obviously they've upgraded their talent. Um, you can see that uh, the Mahomes effect is having you know, effect on the free agency. They're all going to get corners and, and, and secondary help. Um, I really like what the Broncos did. They got Jarrell Casey too, right, for a seventh-round pick? That is correct. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big signing for them. I mean, that guy's a monster. So um, I, like, I like what Denver did to that defense uh, when you got two pass rushers like they have already. So um, I just think you see these teams trying to match up with Mahomes uh, all through this free agency. Now, we talked about it a little um, off script. We may have talked about it a little bit on script, but the Chargers have no quarterback, right? Or they're going to roll with Tyrod Taylor. Uh, some of you believe that they're going to draft a quarterback, and that's their future franchise quarterback. 
Um, I think Miles, you were the most vocal about it. So you you don't think Tyrod Taylor is a quarterback suiting up this year on the field for them? You think it's going to be a rook? I mean, I totally believe he'll be like the day one starter, but I, with the way you see how quarterbacks get drafted and developed, they're very rarely day one starters unless they're, you know, your Joe Burrow or your Kyler Murray. So, no, I don't see any good reason that Tyrod Taylor will be the, you know, quarterback going forward unless they want to tank for Trevor Lawrence. But honestly, if you've seen any sort of tape and you, you would know that by a mile and away, Trevor Lawrence is a marginally worse quarterback than Tua Tagovailoa and a marginally worse quarterback than Justin Herbert. And you're guaranteed one of those two barring a trade-up. So, Okay. Now, um, I'm going to bring you in, Dre. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're kind of that powerhouse now that everybody's trying to match in the AFC. And they've you know pretty much cemented atop of the AFC West figuratively. Now, they've lost a lot of talent because of cap situations were able to bring back Chris Jones. Do they have enough to make another run with a bunch of young players coming out of the draft and role players coming out of uh, free agency? Did I lose you, Dre? I think they also like uh, yeah, Dre, love, you there? don't they? I think Justin Love. Yeah, you there, Hello? Dre? What do you think about the Kansas City Chiefs? Shit. I'm getting cut off, I guess. Let me let me move around. I was actually in the shade. That's okay. Hello? Yeah, we oh, hear there. you, Dre. We hear you. Yeah. Cool. What was the question? What do you think about those Kansas City Chiefs? They lost a lot of talent. They were able to bring back Chris Jones and Damian Williams. Do they have enough to run it back? I mean, they, I were, mean, claim- uh, they were claiming dynasty after one championship. Well... I mean, if you paid attention to to the season uh, last year, they've they actually lost a lot of uh, they, they lost a lot of players. Like uh, you know, they kept getting injuries and and their wide receivers. Uh, you know, Sammy Watkins went down, and then you know, Hill got injured, and uh, <clears throat> a lot of uh, injuries at the defensive. Uh, line as well, and you know they made it all the way. So, I guess as long as they got Mahomes and uh, defenses in the NFL don't know how to stop them, I still think the Chiefs can uh, still make it back to the Super Bowl. It might it might be a tougher road for them, but uh, I mean, in that division at least, I, I don't think anybody can match up them yet. Okay. Now, Paul, I know I was going to originally just stick with you with this AFC West, but let me let me bring you in again. The Denver Broncos, kind of the stepchild of this division. They're not really talked about. They don't really have those prominent figure names in their, in their team. So let's talk about them. A lot of people thought they might go after a free agent quarterback, and maybe they did and they missed out. Do you feel the Denver Broncos are anywhere close to even just making the playoffs? Are they, are they at least you know four or five pieces away? I mean, I think they could make the playoffs. I mean, especially with the expanded playoffs. Um, it just all depends on the development of Drew Locke. I mean, if Drew Locke is who we think he is, I mean, I like him personally as a quarterback. Um, if he is who they are and that defense it adds those pieces, um, they were in a lot of ball games last year. They just shot themselves in the foot. Um, so if you could get like maybe a two game swing, that puts them at what, like nine and seven? Yep. That would be, yeah. You know, so the nine and seven is probably going to get you into that last spot. 
Yeah. So, so you think that they, they could be a couple, if, if these players added a couple wins, they could be looking at that six, seven seed. Technically. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, and the chargers too, I mean, don't forget, they're going to get one of the best defensive players in the league back this year. I mean, Derwin James is going to instantly upgrade that. He's going to make that whole thing much better. Yeah, I completely agree. Well, let's, let's head North. And we're going to go to the AFC North primarily. And, and Miles, I'm going to bring you in again. The Steelers uh, bringing in the Watt brother, fullback Derek Watt, as well as defensive end Bud Dupree. The Baltimore Ravens bringing in defensive end in a trade, Calias Campbell, as well as defensive tackle Michael Brockers and center Matt Skira. Skira. Now, the Cleveland Browns kind of head- headlining the news again in the offseason. Tight end Austin Hooper, which... I primarily wanted you in this segment for this that reason. And quarterback Case Keenum, as well as offensive tackle Jack Conklin. And then last but not least, the Cincinnati Bengals franchise tag wide receiver A.J. Green. Brought in defensive tackle D.J. Reader, former Houston Texan, and cornerback Trey, Trey Waynes. Now, Miles, um, you know where I'm going to start with this. I'm going to start with the Cleveland Browns, not because I want to keep the Browns in the headlines, because, but because I'd like to hear your take on Austin Hooper fitting in that system. Um, well, I mean, we always, we've been hearing for a while now that the Browns want to move on from Njoku. So I see that being sort of a draft day thing where Njoku gets dumped for maybe a second or third round pick and Cleveland starts loading up a more young talent. But, um, that Austin Hooper signing and that Conklin signing, you want to talk about who's going to have an MVP year? I guarantee you Baker Mayfield because now it's quiet. Now they're not overhyping the Cleveland Browns, but they still have Odell. They still have Landry. Now they improve their O-line, and I'm sure they'll keep doing that in the draft. And then they get a solid tight end on third down and a guy who can even just roll down the field without being tackled. I love Austin Hooper, and I'm going to miss him for sure. Um, but paying him that much money, I thought, was uh, – I, I mean, I liked Austin Hooper, but he's certainly by far not the best tight end. He is uh, a little bit slow getting off the blocks. I mean, running routes, he's not a master at it, but what tight end is, I guess. Uh, but he certainly has the potential to be, and I like that fit in Cleveland, actually. I think Baker is a good quarterback uh, for him. So you want to talk about how Baker should have had an MVP last year? He's going to have it this year. I guarantee it. Now, um, of course, I agree with you with the, the quietness. When Cleveland kind of comes out and Baker shines is when nobody's looking at him. Um and I'm not going to really touch on Cincinnati, although I think they really expanded their defense. We're obviously going to talk a lot about them after the draft because we, we know they're going quarterback. But let's talk about the, the Campbell uh, trade that the Ravens made. I wasn't sure if, if, if they needed Campbell, but they're going to beef up that line. Um, Ravens, do we believe, still the favorite out of the AFC North? Um, I think at this point, it's Ravens-Brown, right? Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say favorite because you give Roethlisberger back to the Steelers and all of a sudden Juju has an awesome year. And, I mean, you get Connor for a full year, if that's even possible at this point, that offense is still scary. But I do like loading up on the defensive line. That was a big weakness for the Ravens. They couldn't stop the run game. We saw that against Tennessee in the divisional round. They could not stop Derrick Henry. Hell, even once you get to the secondary, those guys aren't supposed to be run stoppers. So, yes, Earl Thomas got exposed a little bit because he's not a run stopper and he didn't want to tackle Derrick Henry. But to be fair, that's not their job. They're supposed to cover the field. They're supposed to eliminate the wide receivers and the tight ends and any running backs coming out of the backfield for a pass. That's their job. So the D-line was not doing that. And neither was the second level, the linebacking core, which I think they're going to address in the draft. Uh, but getting Michael Brockers, who is an underrated name, definitely one that a lot of Ravens fans probably haven't heard of. But 
out of LA. I've loved this guy. He was a great pairing with Aaron Donald. He had a good career there so far. And I think he's going to take it to another level in Baltimore where he's more of the featured option, especially with an aging veteran like Clyde Campbell. Um, I think that's a good team right there. Yeah. Hey, no. uh, yeah. hey let Bill O'Brien know we got a couple fourth rounders in Pittsburgh so we can reunite all the Watt brothers. I know he yeah, loves the fourth that, rounders. That's, that's exactly where I was going next to you, Paul. So that's two Watts down, one Watt left to go. And I know all he's going to request are three fourth rounders. So let's right, talk about that. We got is I, I think Derek and TJ together, I think that is a play to get JJ if the Texans really are going to be bad this year, that, that JJ is is moving on. And so I think Pittsburgh put themselves in a prime spot. I mean, and I'll be looking at the AFC North quite a bit this year because it's the NFC East, AFC North year where they play each other. So what do you think? The Steelers want JJ? I mean, I don't know how you could not for want, JJ. Want him. Why not? You know what I mean? I, I don't know how you could not want him. I mean, he could fit anywhere. He's a you know defensive player of the year. Um, you know, I, I, if he's out there, really, I mean, I, I really have to question what the Texans are even doing down there. People are saying that JJ lost his step. Dre, I think you were saying something. Right. Dre, yeah, I mean, he probably has lost his step, but I mean. He he wouldn't have to be. It would be a different situation in Pittsburgh. I mean, in the three four, he he wouldn't be. He wouldn't have to do as much. He would just be a basically a one gap guy. I think I think Dre's having those connection problems again. Um, I think AFC North. It may be one of those those divisions in the AFC that I see three teams coming out of. If Cleveland plays up to par with Cleveland, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh, I'd have to see how Cincinnati hey, really clicks with a new leader. Yo. Would you would you trade uh, Juju a fourth and a seventh for 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 JJ Watt? No, probably not. That's too know. much. I, I mean, but like That's what, what they gave up. To I mean, what they gave up to for you know. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins. What they got for him? I mean, right. I mean, right now. I mean, JJ Watt isn't on that level, so no. Ernest, we'll give you uh we'll give the Texans a third round pick for um Deshaun Watson. <laughs> He's used to the colors, right? So it should be an easy fit. Um, no, I decline that trade. But um, Bill O'Brien, I don't, I don't know. Bill, Bill O'Brien, yeah, he not. might, even, yeah, he he might even pay the salary. Yeah, yeah he might. He might. He might just yeah, do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, he might as well just send Deshaun to Dallas. He better fit, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's move on to the AFC East. Um, we can cue the Titanic music. Um, that's the next division we're going to look at. Um, Steve, you're my partner in this one. New England Patriots signing wide receiver. Uh, I don't want to pronounce that first time. I think it's Demir Bird. Um, okay, so I said this to Miles uh, last night. When the season starts, when they first start saying his name, me and my father are going to butcher his name and say it completely wrong the first week of the season, and that's how I'm going to pronounce his name. Demir? I, I have to Demir? <laughs> Demir. I'm going to say it's Demir, but we'll go Demir just to make sure you and your father get some airtime. So, Demir Bird. <laughs> it, no, it, it, it won't make sense in his language if you call him Demir. That, it's, he, won't, he won't be able to say it. Well, safety, safety Devin McCourtney stays as well, and defensive tackle Bo Allen um, signed on with the Patriots. The Miami Dolphins uh, have 
just been spending money and buying random players around the league. We'll start off with paying top corner from former Cowboy cornerback Byron Jones, which was a laughing contract. Uh, They did get your linebacker Kyle Van Noy as well, and defensive end Shaq Lawson (coughs) is now staying with the Dolphins. The Buffalo Bills, the big trade winners of Stephon Diggs, uh, wide receiver, as well as cornerback Josh Norman taking a flyer on him, and defensive end Mario Addison being added to that defensive unit. And then the New York Football Jets signing quarterback Brian—I mean, cornerback Brian Poole, center Connor McGovern, and ta- tackle George Fant, trying to get some protection. So, Steve, let's break it down here. I'm reading all sorts of articles that the Patriots are no longer contenders, and that this is Buffalo Bills or bust for this division. There's really nobody else that can contend. Let me kind of get your take on this division and, and where it goes from here. Um, so, to me, looking at the paper, yes, I would. Yes, right now I would give this division to Buffalo. Um, interestingly enough, Vegas odds updated today. The Patriots are still the favorite to win the division. <laughs> um, I that's I was starting to say this earlier. I don't think Belichick's done. I I know I was saying huh. this before. I know you guys all said I was done. I, I like I, I always said Brady was coming back. I was wrong. I was wrong. I was wrong. I want to shoot myself. But Bill, it stands to point. It's never going to be. Bill Belichick does not rebuild. Not in his last couple of years of coaching. He reloads. I don't know what they. I think they got something up their sleeve. Right now it's currently constructed. They're an eight, eight win, nine win team. Um, uh, Miami, I don't. He's spending money on a bunch of players, but like. I don't really get the moves because it's not like there's a real set like strategy there. I mean, who who are they going after for a quarterback? I think they're gonna they're gonna ride. Uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Fitz, former Fitz Tua. No, not Tua. Fitz, Fitz Magic. Uh, it's either gonna be Fitz Fitz Magic or his backup. Right. Rosen, yeah, Josh. Joshua Rosen, Rosen former tenth overall pick to the Arizona Cardinals, traded for a second round pick to the Miami Dolphins. When in the twenty eighteen draft, the Arizona Cardinals selected Kyler Murray first overall. Again, the Institute of <laughs> Drafting. If you don't follow it, you're definitely missing out. But yeah, yes, he's literally got all the information right there. For Josh, Josh oh. Joshua Rosen. I, um, yeah, Joshua Rosen. But you were saying, Steve, so you, handi- just don't see the going to be handing off to Miami. Melvin Gordon. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, you, you still, it's, it's hard to say at this point, um, really, uh, who's gonna win the division. Uh, I mean, free agency is not, not over, right? Bills a, mafia. This, this is early in free agency, and quite honestly, on the Buffalo Bills, I, I look at them when I looked at them objectively. That was a good football team they had last year. That was a well put together team, and McDermott turned them around. What held them back was Josh Allen. Josh Allen's not the guy. That guy, every good play he makes, huh. he makes another completely bonehead play. And he loves to throw interceptions and overthrow wide receivers. And, I mean, Stefan Diggs wasn't happy um, when he had a res- – <laughs> When he had Adam Thielen and Kyle Rudolph to draw coverages off him and had Kirk Cousins throwing on the ball, you think he's going to be the guy? You think he's going to be happy drawing a straight up double coverage with Josh Allen throwing on the ball? 
Oh, they've got good receivers though in Buffalo. I mean, John Brown's a solid receiver. Yeah, John. Yeah, Brown's pretty good, but it's not. Read, the, it's, not it's, not, it's not the same as having Thielen and um, Thielen and Rudolph out there. I read something today where Diggs's numbers outside of a dome are terrible. So that we got to see how that plays out too mm-hmm. in Buffalo. And I don't want to pay know. any disrespect to to the New York Jets. I just don't think they've made any splash. Um, signings uh, Wait, since free HCS started. Why aren't we going to pay disrespect to the Jets? No, I mean you can. You can definitely pay disrespect to the Jets. Go ahead and do your your just your, your due diligence, please. Oh, um, the I think the Jets are going to do Jet things and suck. <laughs> That's my completely objective. Non. I have analysis. a I have a little bit of breaking news here, but uh, the Rams were signed. Miles. Ashawn Robinson, the defensive tackle from the Lions, just signed with the Rams on a two-year, $17 million deal. Uh, I like that signing. I really like it. Um, he was a second guy in that system, uh, you know, because he replaced uh, Damon Harrison. Uh, and then he kind of stepped in with that first role for a little bit. But uh, he's going to really shine next to Aaron Donald, I think. So Awesome. Thanks, Miles. Yeah, so I think when you look at the uh, AFC uh, – uh, East, it's it's uh it's Bradyless. Yes, it's the flash is gone. But um, finally, the division is up for grabs. Uh, on which team makes some final moves and and makes some big splashes in the draft, and maybe I, we got. Go ahead. I'd like to add in a bold prediction, if if I can. Absolutely, Dre. By week seven, I believe Steve will be throwing himself onto a table. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I already do that, but that's not because I'm a Bills fan. <laughs> that's that, sure. is, that I just, yeah, I just, I mean, I've just smashed through tables for the. What do you, what do you think what? I do for fun? <laughs> Obviously, in quarantine, smashing tables <laughs> for the Dre. Especially, well, now, 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 now that you're talking about tables for fun, what about <laughs> uh? A major announcement, uh, WWE. Steve, please tell us. <laughs> yes, oh, Steve, um, don't you have some some big news about that? About uh, about Mr. Gronkowski. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, yes. Yes. I I'm a converted WWE. Fan. <laughs> wow. I am a WWE fan now. Dre and Rob Gronkowski have made me a WWE fan. <laughs> All right, so we're I going watched, to WrestleMania I, next year, yeah? Uh, we're going to WrestleMania next year? Yeah, Into the lab at WrestleMania. Hell Into yeah. Into the lab at WrestleMania. Hollywood. Oh, I think it's a done deal. Yeah. I, I, do we even have a chance to say no? Nope. No. I mean, we have to cancel going to Vegas, so we're going fucking somewhere. That's right. That's right. Well, Dre, since you wanted to, to spark up wrestling, let's go ahead and talk about the AFC South where they just keep yeah. getting pinned down. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Houston Texans additions, wide receiver Randall Cobb, their new number one, running back David Johnson, a new number one, and cornerback Bradley Roby, a new number one, all in Houston. Indianapolis getting quarterback Phillip Rivers. And no, not to be confused with Phillip Walkers. It's Phillip Rivers. Ta- tackle Anthony Castanzo. And defensive tackle DeForest Buckner. All the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. I feel like this is their tanking season, but we'll talk about their uh, signings. Cornerback Darkeezy Dennard. Linebacker Joe Schubert. 
defensive end Yannick, and we're not going to try to pronounce it, but I think it's Nagoki. Is that right, Miles? Ah, in Galkway. And then Tennessee Titans defensive end Vic Beasley, now a Titan running back Derrick Henry uh, gets tagged, and quarterback Ryan Tannehill gets his signing. So, Dre, lead us in this conversation. What happened in the South? And boy, is there a shakeup going on. Everybody always wants to talk about, or not everybody, Steve always wants to talk about how Bill Belichick is a genius. Well, let me tell you, uh, there's a, the, the, the genius does have, uh, does have, uh, <clears throat> it's actually it's, a BB, it, it's a BB, but it's not Bill Belichick. <laughs> are you speaking it's, English right now? What are you saying? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> <laughs> I was crossing a river. Hold on. <clears throat> All right, there. There we go. All right, so I'll do that again. Steve, Steve's always saying that uh, there's a genius uh, <laughs> who goes by BB, but it is not uh, Bill Belichick. It's actually Mr. Billy. <laughs> Billy who? <laughs> I'm like dying <laughs> what Billy is going Brian. on? Is it Bill O'Brien? Are we talking about that BB now? Bill O'Brien. <laughs> the genius. Yeah. The mad genius. General manager genius. <laughs> I mean, no no one pulls off trades the way the president does. No one. No one. No oh, one. No one. Yeah. ESPN simulator doesn't pull it off. Madden doesn't pull it off. Fantasy yeah, I, doesn't pull I it saw off. that that the Madden simulator didn't even accept the trade. That's terrible. <laughs> now, I mean, I could, old I, money I could actually... all money, and we're gonna pay your guy that was the top three in the three with yeah. the money. Thanks. <laughs> and 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 now we're probably gonna release him. Oh my gosh! I really hope that news report's I not ho- true. I hope they do, and then then I want him to keep his job for another year after. Dre, Dre, no, you... now you're you're talking about geniuses, Dre, but the big genius is that there's another big story out of the South, and that's Minshew Mania is going Minshew? to be full time. Yes. See, I've been I've been saying it since <laughs> last year, but somebody in this podcast who is not here today <laughs> shut me up a couple of times saying Nick Foles this, Nick Foles that. Mike. Fast forward to a couple of months later. Who's laughing now? John, where's my apology, man? Oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> my apologies, Mike. It's John. John, where are you? <laughs> that, is, that is funny. The Minshew Mania big in Jacksonville. Um, Old Man Rivers is the quarterback for Indianapolis. Um, guys, I'm going to give this to the group. Do we feel like Philip Rivers is going to be the uh, savior there in Indianapolis? Fuck bring back no. those Colts to the playoffs? Ha! No. Ha! Ha! Oh, man. Thank you for that laugh. Dude, yeah, do you think uh, that's little fucking, this little side arm bitch throw. So we obviously think that this is a one team division, right? We don't think two teams are coming out of this division. So it's the Titans and nobody else. Are we agreeing on that? Jaguars. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do think the Jags are tanking this year. Wait, no, how how are you tanking if you have Minshew? 
I don't understand. Enough said. And Minshew will. Minshew will throw for 304 touchdowns and lose 31-28. Having Minshew wins you for 10 games alone. Oh, my gosh. There you so go. So if, if you just add a couple more guys, they're, they're probably going 19. How, how, are, how do you not have the Titans come out of this division? Who, who's, you think the Jaguars are better than the Titans? <laughs> The Col- the Colts can play. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just playing around with Dre. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just want to see if Dre's gonna bite. The Colts can play. I, I mean, that offensive line's gonna protect him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they hard. just got uh this. The, what's his name from the Niners? Who's he talking about? Which team? Uh, the, uh, the, the Colts. The Forest Buckner. Yeah, the trade to Forest Buckner. Yeah, the Forest Buckner. Yeah. Thank you, Miles. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the Colts. I th- like I said, I thought the Colts. They're going to be a good team. I, I, I you know, Philip Rivers has proven probably, to choke. I mean, they'll probably trade for set to the Patriots. So I could yeah. actually see that, honestly. I, 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 or, I was, or just, I was, I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I could see that. Yeah, or Warriors. Fred Edelman. <laughs> Fred Edelman. Oh my gosh. Nah, Edelman's staying. Now we went off the rails, but... Yeah. You had us going there for a minute, Dre. You have flashes of brilliance, Dre. You have flashes of brilliance, and then all of a sudden... Let's just add Edelman in there. I did hit by the Bill O'Brien syndrome. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> is that mouth again or yours, Dre? Well, actually, if, if it was Bill O'Brien syndrome, I think he'd trade Edelman, Hightower, and a second rounder for Brissett. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, well, let's talk that, about the Titans. Uh, let's talk about the Titans. As well. the I, I don't want to. I don't want to disagree. And, do we, and pay their do we feel that Ryan? Do we feel that Ryan Tannehill is the guy? Like, is this the guy going for? I mean, obviously they don't have a choice, but do we feel that he is the guy that's going to lead this Titans no. back to the playoff? No. Give him a run. no, no. Just some fool's gold there in Tennessee. Yeah, absolutely. He, he's yeah, that's way too much money. I mean, uh, no. Okay. All right. And that's that's fair. Do you think? I mean, do you think Derrick Henry goes off this year, or do you think that Derrick Henry goes more like Melvin Gordon this year? It's a good question. Two years in a row, though, Derrick Henry has had fantastic years. So I mean, it ha- we'd have to see. I mean, he's he's significantly younger than Melvin Gordon, right? By yes. four years. So yes. I mean, he's still got the legs. Um. So you know, it's kinda, I, I don't know. I think it's kind. It's kind of like that Ravens team uh, that had uh, Jamal Lewis and. But wasn't the uh, quarterback Trent Dilfer who fucking sucked ass and he was just there to, you know, do nothing, hand it off. So yeah, are, you, are you talking about Jimmy Garoppolo? Hmm? Who? Oh, I asked if you were talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. You're talking about a quarterback who just hands it off and lets everything else just kind of ride. <laughs> Nope. You want they to didn't talk hit. about no, a quarterback was... who just hands it off? Dak fucking Prescott got paid way too um, much money. Still, I'd like for you to. I like for you to. Well, no, he got franchise tag first off, and second off, just yeah, so you know, he was a fantastic quarterback last year. Fantastic quarterback last year. Give me his stats where he wasn't. Well, let's let's end there because I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect my sports scientist. So let's end there with round one, and let's go into round two, which is starter. Right, the bench before we Wait, sign off. You, um, you forgot. You forgot one of the biggest free agents uh, additions. 
Trajan signings or re-signings. Who's, who's that, Dre? Yeah, Cowboys Cowboys got uh four bath back. <laughs> oh my gosh. We'll be back after this commercial break. <laughs> Welcome to Alamo City. Or is it the military city? Or is it the Riverwalk City? What in the world do you call San Antonio? You can find all the greatest and latest information on SATX Rated, proud sponsor of the Into the Lab podcast, and a big partner when it comes to finding your way around San Antonio, Texas. Go find SATX Rated on all major social platforms. Follow them, like them, share them. They're here for you. SATX Rated, find out what San Antonio is made of. Round two, weekly pick'em and game outlooks. All right, round two is our start or right the bench segment. We have five topics. We're going to start or right the bench, which basically means we're going to start the story and see that it's going to be one of those prominent stories all year, or we're going to ride the bench and make sure everybody knows do not pay any attention. So let's start with number one. Tom Brady will have his best wide receiver core in his career if Antonio Brown joins the bucket with him. Do we start or ride the bench? I'll start with you, uh, Miles. Um, so you give a guy, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Cameron Bray, uh, OJ Howard. I mean, I don't think the Patriots ever get in a lineup like that. And it's not because that's, you know, I, I think that that's a good lineup, but it's not a Brady lineup. So are we, are we saying like, this is the best lineup Brady's ever had or the best lineup for Brady? This is the best wide receiver core for Brady. So if, if it's yeah. Mike Evans, I'll- Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, OJ Howard. If we're Cameron talking for if we're talking for Brady, I'm gonna have to ride the bench on that. Okay. All right. What about you, Paul? Yeah, I'm gonna ride the bench with it too. Um, just because I, I don't know how A B would fit in there. What what where would Godwin go if A B you know, I, I don't know. I'd have to see how it works out. Um Yeah, I'm gonna ride the bench with it right now. All right. Dre, what do you think? I'm actually going to hype up Steve. So I think Brady actually got to play with Troy Brown, Ben Coates, Curtis Martin, and uh, the Jefferson guy from the Chargers. So that's actually the best offense he's had. And I bet on that offense over whatever the Buccaneers build up. So, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, Steve, I'm going to you next. What do you think? Start to ride the bench on this topic. Um, I, I have to ride the bench because, I mean, at 07, Randy Moss, Dante Stallworth, Wes Welker, and Troy Brown, Jabbar Gaffney, Ben Watson. <coughs> uh, the fucking two... We'll have 2017, Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola, Julian Edelman, Gronk. Uh, it's, yeah, this this isn't the best wide receiver course ever. No way. So that is a sweep right the bench. That's kind of exciting. I thought we were definitely going to be split on that, or Dre was going to troll, or one of the two. So let's go to the next topic, which is our second topic. Emmanuel Sanders joins the Cowboys. Is this a top five receiver core in the NFL? Who's starting? I'm going to start with Steve on this one. What was that? Sorry. Emmanuel Sanders joins the Cowboys. Does that make them a top five receiver core in the NFL? Oh. Absolutely. 
My Michael Gallup, Emmanuel Sanders, and Amari Cooper. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's the top five wide receiver call. Start it. Book it. Dre, how are you feeling about it? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Miles, all right, Miles, my- already, my, Miles already talked about it. All, all they're going to do is hand, hand it off. So that wide receiver core is not going to do anything because Dak only has to hand off the ball. Don't forget, this is the Mike McCarthy offense, which is the same running play three times in a row. So don't forget <laughs> that, guys. Valid point. Well, I'm just taking the talent by itself, but I understand your appreciation and passion for Mark, Mike McCarthy. Thank you, Dre. Miles, what about you? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to say uh, no, because uh, not that I think that there are any bad receivers there, uh, but if Gallup has a fully healthy season, yeah, he's a solid second or even a solid third, but... Either way, him or Emmanuel Sanders is going to lose production because one of those guys doesn't have to lose their roles as the second guy. Uh, I don't think Emmanuel Sanders is kind of – I mean, he's a great deep threat, but he's not that great out of the slot. It's sort of the inside. He really thrives on the outside, but plus he's getting older now. So I, I never would just say that just because a guy is old, he's going to lose production, but you always have to consider that factor. So uh, I think with the young, speedy guys coming out of this draft class this year, no, not a chance. Not top five. Maybe top ten, but not top five. Okay, that's fair. Paul, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with Miles. Uh uh, all these configurations, I mean, and the new and a new coach, um, I just have to see it work together first. And like, what, like, I mean, they're they're obviously going to have to feature Zeke. So, and and Jarwin's going to get his too. Like, I I really like Jarwin. So, um, you but know, we look at. I'm, I'm just asking talent wise though. If you say yeah. give me yeah. five better right receiver cores with the top three receivers, yeah. you have Cooper, Gallup, and, and Sanders. Name me three better cores. I mean, five better cores. You can name them. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I will go with you. I mean, it, it probably is top five. I mean, it, it's right there. I mean, I'm just trying to think in my head right off the top now. I you mean, can't name it yet. Just wait yeah. till after the draft. Just wait till after the draft. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I'll start it for now. Okay. Yeah, and I'm starting it for now. Well, I tried to do the same thing. I came up with three better cores, so I, I, you know, at least I tried to be bi- uh, unbiased there. But um, it's gonna be I so came... annoying if the Falcons draft the wide receiver. I can already see they it. are, they are, <laughs> they are. <laughs> it's, it's not even a big deal because who are we gonna play at third? Russell Gage? Fuck that. Yeah, Russell Gage, the future of Atlanta. Fuck no. Calvin Ridley is the future of Atlanta. That dude's gonna smoke oh. it this year. No, nah, I'm all over <laughs> Russell Gage, man. That's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy for sure. I'm going to tweet that for sure. Yeah, that's all the guy. Right, all right, let's go to our third topic. Start that. <laughs> Russell Gage is the guy. Start it. Uh, topic number three. At least there will, there will be at least three new playoff teams next year based off the, the current free agency and loss of players. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Miles, on this. Do you believe there's going to be three new playoff teams? total next year. Uh, well, I mean, you got to think about who made the playoffs first, and then you got to think that there's going to be for sure two new teams, uh, no matter what, because of the, the new playoff system. That's so, true. Let's not count that. Let's say five, then. Is there at least five new playoff teams? Uh, well, got to look who's made it, who made it this year. 
So the Saints won the South. I think that even if they don't win the South, they'll still make it back to the playoffs with the way they're loading up. In the East, it was the Eagles, yeah. I uh, I don't think the Eagles make the playoffs this year. I think they take a uh, – with the playoff system, they'll find a way to sneak in. So I think the Eagles make it back. I think the Cowboys will make it in with the playoff uh, format. So there's one. Uh, you go to the North, Packers will obviously win it. I think the Vikings will also sneak back in. Uh, not the line of the Bears, but, I mean, maybe the Bears can make a run for it. In the West, for sure, the Cardinals are going to make it into that new format. Uh, I, I don't see how that offense doesn't transition so well in year two. Uh, they need to build up the defense, though, for sure, to the draft and uh, more free agent signings. Uh, but them, the Rams will make it. The Seahawks could definitely take a shot at it. And um, the 49ers, I think this could be the first time in NFL history we see a division make the playoffs, all four teams with that new system, honestly. Uh, but overall, even if I were to go through the AFC, I just think five is a bit of a stretch. But uh, it's definitely possible, but I'll sit it for now. Okay, what about you, Paul? I'll start it. There's always change in the NFL. Every year we see worst to first. We see, you know, what is it historically about half the teams switch out every year? Yep. So, you know what I mean? I'm definitely going to – I'm going to start it. Five teams will definitely – it'll definitely be switched. Yeah, I'm starting it as well. I think the Niners didn't even make the playoffs the year before they made it to the Super Bowl. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna start it. I think there's definitely going to be five new teams. What about you, Steve? I'm going to start it. Perfect. And Dre? Let me actually <laughs> switch the question. Do you think there's a division which maybe three or four of the teams can make it to a playoffs? Oh, that. I think we said that a couple of times, but I think we oh, all think yeah, that. Yeah. I think the NFC South, NFC West, I mean, and AFC North. Oh, I, I, keep, I keep getting cut off, so I, I'm, I'm listening oh. to half the stuff you guys are saying. Sorry. That's okay, Dre. <laughs> I mean, even, even you weren't getting cut off, you listen to half, half the stuff we say, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go to our fourth topic. Deshaun Watson makes players better around him. Doesn't need a true number one receiver. Let me start with you. Let me start with Steve on this one. Uh, with the what was it? Son about Deshaun. You kind of cut off there. Oh, uh, Deshaun Watson. He doesn't need a true number one receiver. Let's just leave it at that. Um, I have to ride the bench because I can't. I gotta wait and see. Okay, that's fair, Miles. I'm going to have to split that question in half because, yes, Deshaun Watson makes everyone around him better because, I mean, you give that guy an O-line and you give him DeAndre Hopkins back, uh, that guy will do magic. Uh, but, I mean, if you've ever watched an NFL game, it's really hard to get through some of those, bat, like, a, you know, those ferocious pass rushes and lockdown corners if you don't have a reliable number one. So, yeah, I will. I will start the fact that, Watson is makes everyone around him better, but ride the bench on the fact that he doesn't need a number one because every quarterback does. I support the Dallas Cowboys, which means we tried to do it without a number one and it did not work. So I'm going to ride the bench with the second part. I'm going to take that first part from me. That's why I rewarded it because uh, it, it's two questions. But I completely agree. Deshaun Watson makes players better around him, but he does need a number one. What about you, Paul? Totally agree with you too. Um, I love Deshaun Watson, but I mean, he has to be thinking in his head, what what has he got himself into down here right now? Um, I really believe that that trading him, uh, trading his best receiver away, his his boy actually. I mean, that's that's gonna make it 
Real tough to re-sign him, I think. So I, I'm going to ride the bench. I mean, all these quarterbacks need a number one to stretch these defenses. Completely agree. Dre, going to you last, what do you feel? You got you got to remember that uh, last year Hopkins was out maybe like three weeks or something. And oh, uh, my memory's sucking ass today. What's that <laughs> other wide receiver they've got? <laughs> Will, Will Fuller. Yeah. He went off for like, you know, 200 yards, three touchdowns, like in three games in a row. Everybody was picking him up for fantasy. So, you know, doesn't, I guess it doesn't really matter. As long as he gets protection, he'll, he'll put up the numbers. Yeah, but, I guess that, that last part's a big caveat because he's but, not but known still, to get protection. You, you, you still got to consider that right now is the moment for a GM without a quarterback to come knocking on a Texan's door. Yeah. Offer him a third, a fourth, a fifth, and two random players, and they could probably get the Sean. <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean I could see a uh, Keenan Allen and the top pick for Deshaun Watson. They have I mean Bill O'Brien's done more for less, right? So we'll we'll see. We'll see. Last topic and we're gonna zoom it's just say start or sit. Um, Chiefs and 49ers are the still the teams to beat in either conference. Let me start sit. with you, Paul. Sit, sit that shit. Sit. Dre, feel the same way? Fuck that. <laughs> All right, and I'm going to sit on that also. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to distinguish them as thrown, thrown contenders right now. And so, um, you know, that <laughs> <laughs> we all know the Cowboys are the team to beat in the NFC. So when we talk about uh, this, this starter right the bench segment, uh, we, we definitely are going to encourage everybody to beat the pros. We're going to put these polls on Twitter and make sure you are challenged and give us your takes as well on there. Um, and we'll, we'll do our regular sign-off. So we invite all other media members and sports podcasts to join us on Into the Lab. Part of our mission on the Blue Collar Sports Radio Network is to debate, share hot takes, and do what we love the most, talk sports. Hard work, strong takes, and entertainment straight to your ears, the Blue Collar Sports Radio Network. And with our mothership acknowledged, we appreciate all of your support. Hashtag ELM equals every listen matters. We want to show, we want our show to continue and be a part of your Thursday mornings going forward. So listen to our episodes, share on social platforms, leave a review and promote to others as well. We only grow as your support does. I was your host, Ernest Silva, and on behalf of everyone this morning, Hope your favorite team's replays are on TV and all of you haven't gotten tired of your families. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app. And follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.